you can solve murders. Okay, no. Yeah. Well, if there's data already way that solves that murder, then I think they would have solved the murder. I don't think they need AI to create images. I think this is a way we can finally catch the Zodiac Killer. And welcome back to the Engineering Dads podcast. I My thought I was is... starting. Oh, I thought I was starting. No. Well, we already uh, started. Anyway, <laughs> AI. AI. So we're back at this topic and we're doing this because... Some would say reluctantly, others would say oh, for- forcefully. I was doing it because it's like James's favourite topic and he's not here. So he's yes. going to listen to this while he's overseas yeah, in see, Europe. He's been replaced again by our favourite uh, guest host, uh, James GPT. James GPT. Yep. I thought it was Chat Jimmy PT or something along those lines. Jimmy yeah, PT. Jimmy PT. But yeah. I mean, no. That, if anything, that just makes him sound like a, a personal trainer. He does, doesn't Jimmy, it? Jimmy, Jimmy PT. Sounds like an old guy that retired out of the WWF. J- <gasps> Jimmy PT. Welcome to the stage, Jimmy PT. Sounds like one of those. Sounds like one of those uh, forgotten '80s celebrities from that does <laughs> that makes their money on cameo nowadays. Been like, happy birthday to Maurice from yeah. Switzerland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your friend Jonathan wants to wish you a, a happy, happy birthday. birthday. Oh. <laughs> anyway, um, but, <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> We're talking about AI because okay. it's it's an interesting topic. It's still in the news for something I kind of wish died out a little. It's staying around. Uh, call call me crazy. I think it's going to be around for a while i i think it's that pandora's box that once we've opened we will not close yep um little side story i know you love your greek mythology it was a jar not a box of pandora by the way mm. anyways no, but I thought potato, pa- potato. wasn't pandora a woman it was the first woman created by zeus yes mm. yeah to tempt mm. man tempted the brother of um mm. fight no hephaestus um oh. uh no prometheus oh. Yeah, sexy, right? You gotta love a man who knows his Greek mythology. Did I tell you I was arguing with Greeks about Greek mythology in Greece? That doesn't that doesn't sound like it went well. <laughs> no, she was like, "No, Hephaestus is Vulcan in English." I went, "No, it is the Greek name Hephaestus." She goes, "No, it's Vulcan." No, Gre- Vulcan is the Italian version of the Greek god. Sounds like you just argue with my aunt just then. I, I honestly, I, she was an old lady. Yeah, it was. I was just arguing with an old lady. Are in you Greek. my aunt old? I mean, how old are you? If you're old, then she's <laughs> ancient. Oh! Oh! oh, fuck you. Uh, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you, brother. <laughs> We're going off topic here. Oh. I was a bit late with that one. Uh, I brought the soundboard back. But the reason I brought the soundboard back was for a very specific cause. Because when we talk about AI, we're, we're very used to literal AI or like um, literature AI. So chat GPTs, um, Grammarly now has AI. Google Chrome has an AI extension where it can help you fill out stuff. Mm. And that's great. I swear, I, mean, I think majority of companies have AI, but it just was more discreetly. Like I think a lot of travel agent companies, that that's sort of... AI anyway, but it's just in a, on a different, more simplistic scale. I think it's not so much AI as in it's it's an advanced programming of we have an algorithm tracker and AI has... Algorithm, the, that's what yeah, I was yeah. the word looking it, for. It yeah. can search and develop things. Your Skyscanner does this advanced search function, but it doesn't do the learning that AI has. AI is doing that, that purpose, but then using information that you input to then make the search is better. Mm. I did actually, since we're talking about AI, I did... Mm-hmm see the new Mission Impossible on uh, Saturday. Oh, uh, yes. No spoilers, a, please. No spoilers. I will say this, though. The main villain is AI. 
Oh, I have heard that story that AI is <laughs> taking over. I mean, if so, the the AI has gone rogue. <laughs> It actually <laughs> just is. like Tom Cruise in every movie. I'm, I'm he not, does go rogue in every single bro, one. It's like we're surprised when he does go rogue. He's even surprised when he goes rogue. And yeah. I'm just thinking, I've only ever seen you go rogue. Like so. every you write every single film he goes rogue. People give like what crap do they they give to other TV shows for like the same motif? Oh, like the Flash, you got to go faster, Barry. Every episode. To be fair, I think but, that's. Uh, I'd love this show, but it's also Yellowstone. Every single season is sort of a, a carbon copy. Yeah, the but last it's, season, it's, but the stakes are slightly higher. Yeah, right? a little bit, like a little yeah. bit. The, the the dial is turned up. A yeah, bit, yeah, yes. yeah. When but they also of... because you get have more budget. <laughs> yeah, slightly more budget. I mean, they've they've finished now, but I mean, oh. the Flash was good. I mean, he came off the back Flash. of the, the the Green Arrow, which was good the first two seasons, then it eh, kind of died out. Anyways, we're, why are we even talking about? about Let's just talk about. Well, we talked about Tom Cruise. We still went to the media. Yeah. And we know how we're good on saying hey, we're missing Tom, our Tom Cruise is AI anyway. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're <laughs> missing our our like standby guy that is James the 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 normal man the everyman. Yeah, we're missing our I usual. I was the everyman. You think you're a normal human being? I mean, I like to try. I like to hope. Hey, look, we horses for courses. We all have dreams. Don't <laughs> yeah, we all have dreams. Yeah, yeah. Hey, look, I wanted to be national. <laughs> but so, so the rainforest. Well, the the point that I'm trying to say is, we've seen AI in writing, so to write and predict text and whatnot. We've seen it with images, but there was a, a recent um, AI tool that came out that I thought was really incredible, um, called Rainforest Connection. And the point that I'm trying to prove is. It, it works more on the sound, the audio senses. So I'm going to play some sounds and see if you can detect them. Um, for example, hold on. Is it is it working? Hold on. What's that sound? That is, um, I don't know. That's, oh, that's the uh, error button. Error, error. Correct. It's the Windows XP error bu- button. Um, this is from a TV show. Everyone listening, just play along. Where is this song, this sound from? Oh, Law and Order. Correct. How about um, this movie? Oh, that's 22 Jump Street. Yeah. The point that I'm trying to prove to you and to everyone listening is that sound is a very recognizable fingerprint. You can, with hearing it, and I'm I'm sure everyone at home got those sounds too, they are recognized to the nth degree. We can can definitely identify those sounds going to the future. And um, we're not the first ones to do it. Sound is a really crucial uh, sense that we have in nature. Mm. Um, Have you heard of the lyrebirds? Yes, I mean, I've heard of. Yes. So the lyre bird is an Australian bird. It's an incredible bird because it can mimic the sounds of its environment to other birds. It lies. It's a lyre bird. It's not spelt lie. It's L-Y-R-E instead of L-I-A-R. But the point is it's trying to mimic other birds to impress its mates. Now, I've got a little snippet out of David Attenborough, one of my favorite uh, uh, nationalists. Good man. Good man. And um, he... Um, he got really close with a, a lie bird and got some sounds out of it. So this is just a snippet of a video from the BBC. Incorporates other sounds that he hears in the forest. That was a camera shutter. And again. It's a bird making these sounds, by the way. That's, that's awesome. It gets better. And now a camera with a motor drive. It's a car alarm. That's a bird. And that's a car alarm. How does it remember? Or does it like... Yeah, right? Interesting question. I'm, I'm now trying to... And now the sounds of foresters and their chainsaws working nearby. 
This is a fucking bird. Okay, and just to prove that people, I'm not just making that up. You can Google this if you just well, search uh, we'll, we'll, liar bird. We'll, we'll put a link. Put a link in the the, <laughs> the end and um, full description credit below. The, yeah, full um, credit the, to the BBC for those that's, sounds. That's amazing. Incredible, right? No, well, I'm just trying to think now of like. I mean, firstly, I th it's not. It, it's obviously well known that there's many birds besides a lyre bird that can yes. mimic. You know, there's a cockatoo, lorikeet, you know, sort of th those yeah, sort yeah, of things. Yeah, like the pa no, parrot. That's like, uh, the parrot is the most famous one, like Polly Water Cracker. Yeah, but the toucans. There's the African one, which is it's famous for doing the ha, suck. There's a, there's a famous... Yeah, I forgot of course the you know that. Yeah. No, but my, the point I was trying to make was that I'm, I'm just trying to think of the uh, the, the, the short-term, long-term memory span of incredible, the right? lyre bird. Because yeah. I, that or maybe the video is tricking me and they're cutting like they're just editing it so that oh here's the sound of like like you know of the, yeah uh, yeah of, of the uh of, of the of chainsaw, the sound of the and chainsaw then and then it saw, replicates yeah. it like instantaneously which yeah. would be cool by itself but yeah if i'm just thinking oh this is from weeks ago yeah oh my god but the, to think of it it's the same way that right now our recording software is doing the exact same thing it's taking data processing it and then saying this is the fingerprint and the way we see it on when on my recording software, it goes ups and downs. Like the like the little when you have sound playing through, it shows you like the sine wave the, and the, the audio. Yeah. yeah, the audio. Mentally, that's effectively what's happening with the live bird. It's capturing that, then replaying it. It's not going to get it exactly correct, but enough of the shape that we can recognize it. So, and, so what does Rainforest Connect? So Rainforest Connects effectively does the exact same process. So Rainforest Connects uses sound. And sounds around, so it makes little microphones and puts microphones all around the world. And they put them in endangered spots where there are animals being hunted, where there are rainforests being chopped down where they shouldn't be. And the point is, you, can, you, can, you and I can tell the difference between a shotgun and a bird call. And you can, you, we can understand the different sounds just because they're sounds. We know what is what quite distinctly, quite instantaneously. Oh, that's supposed to be there. That's not. So what it's done is the same way we process sound says, oh, that's Windows XP, that is the law and order sound, even though we heard that years ago. But wouldn't that, this AR, but isn't that already something like this already, Shazam? Well, Shazam is picking up music, so designed specifically yeah, to track wouldn't music. Yeah, but wouldn't that same algorithm or that same software just, you know, modified a little bit, just can do the same thing? Kind of. So it's it's more or less the same thing in the, in the sense of the searching, but what it's supposed to do is it is microphones that are set up and, it, and they connect to a swarm satellite. So these, these, effectively, they're called guarding boxes, but they're a GPS-located, Bluetooth, Wi-Fi-connected, solar-powered with a battery backup microphone. And you just drop them into different locations. You don't need to come back to them. They're maintenance-free, mm -hmm. and they'll just listen. They'll listen to the sound around them, and they'll say, ooh, this isn't supposed to be here, and they'll ask, what is it? And so you'll have someone like, oh, so took a, oh, that's a shotgun. Oh, that's a chainsaw. Oh, that's um, a, a flock of baboons rolling through the forest. And so you could then go, oh, okay, cool. I'll listen to that for the future. The same way you're thinking, how does a lyre bird know a chainsaw and hear it once and then recreate it for months on end? That AI will now know, oh, this is what that sound means, and then we'll track. So the, the point of the process is it can identify when there's poachers nearby it can track when there's um, deforestation up to like four kilometers away going on. And it can also track animal movements. So these systems can be in place for like 20 years, right? We'll just sit there and so, they'll tell you everything you needed to know without actually having a boot in the ground. So it's a surveillance system. It's a surveillance system, but it's not the same. It doesn't have the same power needs as cameras. It doesn't need the same amount of data. 
sound files are a million times smaller, not a million times, but maybe a thousand times smaller than an associated video footage, just because it doesn't need as much data to, to process and send. Okay. And because it's AI, you don't need to have anyone listen to it. You can have millions of these things running constantly and go, oh, okay, cool. We will then tell local authorities, hey, we found some poachers nearby. Your hands off. You can be completely asleep and it could tell you exactly where the poachers are and triangulate the position says, there's a bunch of poachers right now. These are human boots walking through the forest and there's no one in the area. Poachers. And it'll just tell people. And so we can have, and because it's so replicatable, you can have thousands of these things all over a forest just tracking, not being intrusive. We don't need manpower to man it. You can just have people, um, just like one operator, just being, okay, what's going on? And the best part is if one of those guardian units detects a sound goes, oh, this is what a shotgun sounds like, it will send that sound or that, that specific sound to all the other nearby units. So if you have enough of these in, in like a, a net, let's say, you could track the baboons, uh, like, a, like a, a poacher, for example, exactly where they go through the forest. Oh. You could track them back to their car, which road they use, how they're getting out. Just with like the footsteps. Yeah. You oh. could, and then you could be like, oh, we have a family of gorillas here and they keep rotating this area. They've actually moved north. Why? Why do they move north? Mm. The AI system's detected a move north. Is there a reason why they're doing this? George has arrived. Yeah. George- <laughs> what? Oh, God damn. Patty, take this seriously, dude. Gotcha. We're talking about extinction. But- I, George is extinct. I, I haven't seen it for a while. Yeah, I haven't seen George. I don't know many people named George. Not our age group, at least. Yeah, that, 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 the, the name George is this dying is a, this out. Is a this, is, this is a different conversation. Different right extinction. But the, the the Rainforest Connection team is is pretty incredible what they've done. So that's cool. Where is it actually? Uh, is it up and running in uh, it is Africa, up and South run. America? It's it's currently operating. I think across the world at the moment. Um, let me just I, get I would the think map. from the name Rainforest. I was I was going to suggest because po- like when someone says potion, I'm thinking oh you're probably in like uh, in the sorry, sub-Saharan Africa, you know, some like the Serengeti that sort of thing. But rainforest, not really. I don't no, know. well. I mean, the, one of the biggest things to do with climate change, and the, 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 mm. one of the cruxes of the problems they're trying to solve Turning is, deserts into rainforest, okay. Oh, that, would no. be, that would be a dream. Um, I actually have a, that's another podcast. I might have mentioned that podcast idea pre- previously, but the idea behind it is... How dare you? What? You just burped. I, l- I burped out of camera. Well... Now you've pointed it out, and what was the point? I should just burp straight into the microphone. Thank you, Patty. Anyways... I want you to do it next time. Do it, and then so I can really call you out on it. <sighs> okay. I will, just for you, because you asked nicely. Yeah, it's my kink. I really enjoy. <laughs> I'm not here to kink shame, Patty, but come on, man. Come on. <laughs> come on. I know it's 2023, but I've got to set a boundary at some point. <laughs> boundaries crossed. Crossed. Crossed those boundaries. You feel like there's times when Joe Rogan Just goes, like a poacher. Cross the boundaries. Anywho. You, you like those times where it's like Joe Rogan's like, wow, that's really deep. Yo, did you see that video of that kid, like <laughs> monkey being hit? <laughs> I love how you always like... pay me out for mentioning Joe Rogan, yet you mentioned him a, a couple of times already on this. I oh, I probably have, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was, was that the first time? I think you've done it a couple of times. This podcast? Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we'll listen back to it and prove each other wrong. <laughs> but to your question, across the world, so they're in North and South America. They're located in Europe, South Africa. They're in... Um, the South uh, Pacific, um, as well as Australia. There's apparently a, a location in the middle of Australia. Um, but it, it is a very interesting concept that I really enjoy the, the to use AI because climate change is its real crux. If you can stop deforestation, you can pretty much stop climate change. Effectively, the best way to stop climate change is don't touch a single tree, 
create new forests that you can chop down, but don't crack down the, the normal ones that we currently have. The best way to, to suck carbon out of the air, that carbon capture, is just leave trees alone. Just leave them alone, plant more, and chop down the ones that we plant going forward. Uh, create an industry. Like tree farms. Yeah, but it's just cheaper in some of these places to chop down the, the, the trees that they already have. Yeah. Because if they have nothing else, then let's chop them down. But if you can keep them up, up and going, that's fine. Governments can pledge, like, oh, we're not going to chop down a single tree. But someone might just go out of their way and do it. This is a good way for the, them to manage and to stop uh, illegal deforestation because it's, it's awful. The amount of the damage that the Amazon rainforest that we've seen so far is, is just, hmm. it, it's tremendous. It's, it's incredible how much destruction we've done so far and how much we're still going on. I think it's like a hectare of land forest cleared a second or something. It's wild. It's, it's, it's too much. So this is a really good way to limit um, a deforestation, illegal deforestation, illegal poaching, but also a way to have entire science communities now tracking animal movements, which I think is kind of fun. Um, and so I think it's quite a useful way of AI because once you train it up once, you can now train to say what is in the forest going forward. But yeah, it's um, an interesting uh, section. And they... Um, they actually are winning quite a few awards. They're already working through quite a, quite a bit of work. So um, if you want to check them out, it's Rainforest Connection. I'm just looking up the uh, the, the, the deforestation statistics. In 2020, 25.8 mm-hmm. million hectares of forests were lost. Almost 60% of emerging infectious, infectious diseases come from deforestation. Only 18% of the world's of the world forests are protected from deforestation. Mm. Cattle ranching, soybean farms, and palm oil plantations 40 percent of deforestation each minute to uh, 2400 trees are cut down jesus every second there's a, there's a few more but it's uh, uh brazil reduced amazon deforestation rates by two-thirds that's a good i guess that's okay that's okay i mean yeah it's a good policy but they they really need to stop they're called the the lungs of the world for a reason they they breathe for us almost a thousand plants and animal species are becoming extinct annually Annually, 36 million trees are lost in the U.S. since 1970. 70% of the Amazon rainforest has been cut down. Jesus. Yeah. 70% of the Amazon rainforest? 17. Been... Oh, okay. That's still not a good stat, but, the thing, but, but also you've got to think of the actual, like, the size and, the actual size and scope of mm. the Amazon. It's, I, 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 I need to get the fucking Google up again. Yeah. It's such a rich biodiversity. To it's There's a reason we need to leave it alone, but... Um, that's a there's there's a solution for that, but we'll leave that for another podcast. But that's some use of AI, which I thought was kind of interesting. It's kind of different from the way we're used to seeing AI. Not off. I just googled Amazon size, and it came out came up uh, with a box size for delivery. No, Amazon is worth one point something billion dollars. So like the actual company. I wonder if it's if it's worth more in oh trillion. Sorry. Oh, I was going to say like that's a bit low, but <laughs> I was like, not that Amazon, the OG Amazon. What are you talking uh, about? To some that might be the OG uh, one. Um, but let's let's move away from the anyway. The... But what's the um with this thing? You did show me actually with uh, the AI conversation. You show me a clip of it's what it's a pecto something. It's like a camera. That's not a camera. Yeah, it's called the Paragraphia Graphica. So it's it's a very interesting camera. It looks like an old style, like um, uh, it looks like a spider film camera attached to an old film camera. No, no, no. So it's not supposed to be a spider. It's supposed to be the nose of a specific the star nose mole. So you know those, those moles which have a bit of like they look like two hands together, mm. two pink hands, yeah, so and they I've, kind of reach out. I've, se- I've seen the last Airbender. I know what you're talking about. 
No, they're they're real life animals, Patty. Yes, but I'm also seen a cartoon, so continue. Well, I'm, I'm proud of you, mate. But the the point is, imagine um, I imagine I don't, four I don't, hands. I don't need your sass. I don't need your anime, <laughs> anime encyclopedic knowledge. The last anime is not anime, or maybe it is. I don't know. It's Western anime, I believe. Western anime. I don't yeah. believe it's true it, anime. It's Nickelodeon. That's what I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, as Patty would say, um, the nose itself. <laughs> no, I was about to say fuck you. But uh, okay, continue. Well, yeah, just a child-friendly podcast. Anyways, if you could imagine four hands, and they all kind of like the the palms of the hands kind of each touch each other. That's effectively the front of the camera. So it looks like a a, a weird kind of like Suck, hand coming out. Hand suction yeah. thing. And it's a very interesting idea behind AI because the way it works is it takes, you press the button, it takes a photo, but it doesn't take a photo per se. What it does is it takes data that the photo is related to. So the time of day, the location, hold on, I'll get the list of things it takes. It gets the time of day, location, the weather, the temperature, the date, um, and what is nearby in the photo. So effectively, it scans what should be in the photo, not actually what the photo should be, but what is more or less in that area. It will then generate a photo using AI and those prompts to create a photo based on that information. So you can have a photorealistic version of what is in front of you. And well, so, Is it created by light? Like, what's the, what's the go? I think it has no light. I don't think it actually has a camera at all. I think the whole purpose of it is it will capture your location. It will gather the local geographical information, the um, the meteorological meteorological data. I don't know the exact word, but all the data of that exact moment of your exact location and create an image of it. Um, it's very interesting the design. I kind of like the way it works because. It, yeah, it has no camera qualities. It, do, it doesn't actually take any photos. It creates a virtual photo both based on where you are. So arguably, it can make a better photo than you can ever take. True, but it's not technically a photo. I mean, what is a photo? Well, I just Googled. Yeah, what is a photo? No, I'm asking, yeah. Well, I think there, well there's, a, there's a few means. One of them is a, fo- a, fo- a photograph is an image created by light falling on a photosensitive surface using photographic film uh, or an electro image sensor. So I guess electronic image sensor could be defined as that what you just described. Yes. Or definition of photo, a representation of a person or scene in the form of a print or transparent slide recorded by a camera on light-sensitive material. I think you're right. I don't believe it is actually a photo. Photo, like like photosynthesis and yeah, yeah. photo... <sighs> and then whatnot. <laughs> what? I just, just did a test. <laughs> oh, okay. Now do it into the microphone, please. <laughs> photo. That was, uh, that was me dying, sorry. I believe that has a Greek etymology. And you know what? I'm going to Google it. It does, um, it does actually. Greek, it is... Uh, means light. Is it just straight light? I think so. But I think it has to do with light itself. It is literally means drawing with light. So great, great, great combined form of phos. Phos, which is like fire? No, life. Um, it's light. Okay, so it literally does mean light. Draw with light, like a capture of light, which makes sense in terms of the technology mm. because you are capturing light at that instance but, onto a film but or digitally. Is it ca- but so... The uh, what's it called again? The pector. The paragraphica. Para. Para. Paragraphica. It's a paragraphica. Yes. Para. Paragraphica. Yeah. So, 
before did you say that it is capturing the data in front of it yes as in is does the data also include the light and everything i don't think it does i don't think it can so i don't think i'm just i'm always just curious how the hell is it taking the photo now was i'm just thinking is it like what the so it takes so I've, i've got the way it works so it takes the time of day the address of where you're at so then it looks in google map what's nearby it will then look at the weather in that exact area it looks at the temperature that's supposed to be it looks at the date and slash event so if there's an event on that day in that area it'll know it and then the points of interest nearby so if you like bastille day in france or fourth of july and you're near the water it will generate a firework right because it's weird right because because it's taking in data that should be there Things change depending on the date, the time, and the event. So if you have an event on, like if it's Christmas, that would be kind of cool, right? But then can I just go back in time? Yes, you could. Well, it's using previous data, so technically it is always going back in time. So what if I decided to go up to Munich Yes. in 1930? I'm trying to think of the year. You're trying to go back to a place where we didn't have this data. 1929. Okay, sorry. Um, okay, sorry. <laughs> you said <laughs> we can go back in time. No, I'm saying it's using past data to create a new photo now. But it's, I mean, it's using previous I photos. Mean, I mean, the Turing machine was around then. The Turing machine? Yeah. Like Turing's machine? Yes. That's data. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I'm talking about the, the data that's been told to look at. The time of day, the address, the weather, the temperature, date, event points of interest touring machine i don't think falls in any one of those topics. there was weather back then correct <laughs> all the other things uh time of day there was time of day back then no, no but i just like the idea i there, there were there I were do, dates I do, there I were do, dates I in the do, 1930s really? I was, I was, I people were dating did you back know then. yeah did you know they had addresses back <laughs> in the 1930s had a date in oh 1920 <laughs> no the uh i do like the idea though that hmm. you could take a picture of like you know where we are right now yes. is I can't say the same, yeah, yeah, but, but you know what I mean. Like they go out to the street, take this, take the picture of yeah. here and now with this paragraphica, yeah, and then just be like with one dial. Oh, let's turn this twenty into a nineteen, and so it's like nineteen. I will twenty four, and you know, ching, and it'll be the same image, but like. But based in that time, actually, that is quite a good idea. I like that. I see a film. Yes, film him because of this. Could you? Would it be like so, you could take the photo and then you uh, step so, into the uh, picture, and then you come into that period? So you can. No, that's not that. That is the uh, not the museum up, no. too. Oh. Uh, but they jump into paintings that are alive. I mean, jumping into paintings museums. is like in Mario as well. I don't know if no museums pioneered the, this idea and concept. Listen, okay, no, let's move on. Don't, don't diss <laughs> Night at the Museum 2. It's a good sequel. It's an okay sequel. The first one's better. Oh, you can't. Oh, uh, mm. I do love the Smithsonian, but the first one's better. I like it. was better. I yeah, li- okay, I li- okay, there's okay. More, more history. Right, we can okay. agree or no. Okay. We'll <laughs> agree or disagree. Moving along. Moving along. <laughs> Anywho. But I like this idea. Maybe you can recommend that. Say, hey, these are the inputs. And I, I think maybe this is more of a, like a theoretical art piece. Because it's like, mm. oh, here's, here's what a photo could be if it's data-driven instead of... It could, it could have freaked you out, though, if you're like, you mistakenly been like, oh, I want to take a picture like this. And it just like, you show the photo and it's just like of a really historically bad event. It's like, oh my God. Yeah, oh, you probably could. Because mm. ones if you could do it, because it takes the inputs. What if you say, whatever I you say... You can solve murders. Input, 
Okay, no. Yeah. Well, if there's data already way that solves that murder, then I think they would have solved the murder. I don't think they need AI to create images. I think this is a way we can finally catch the Zodiac killer. You know, I don't... Okay, this is off topic. This is off topic. This is way off topic. But I think if you could create an AI to be an investigator and give it enough information um, that was available that we can upload, like we're uploading like backlogs, mm. hard copy data, phone records, all the stuff, there's a chance we could solve a lot of murders. I mean, one of the great things was an a murder was caught through Ancestry.com. Did you hear about that? I think I vaguely did on yeah. SBS or something like that. It was enough people put in their blood work and they said, this is the links of people and this is the area. Actually, the murderer, they actually put the murderer through the system and they found, like, they found a blood sample and went, oh, this person is related to these people. So they found those people because mm, enough people devil. did Ancestry.com to fill in the gaps. Went, hey, do you have like a weird guy around 55 years old that lived in this area? Went, oh, yeah, Uncle Steve. And then they found the killer. <laughs> That's how they did it. Arrest, arrest him now. Yeah. And com has become- Get out of the house. Yeah. Oh, I, <laughs> but I just love the idea that with enough information, you can solve a lot of previous problems. I, mean, I, I, I would so, like that. That's a good AI. I yeah. like that. I like that. Well, the, the, there's the problem now is because you can then say, what will your next five generations of bloodline be? They know the blood sample. They should know the height. They can know no, a lot of I this for future generations. Isn't this a- uh, a Actually, like, I know we're always talking about movies, but I swear there's actually a plot of a movie where it it will tell you what your profession or like what your what will happen to you in life. So when you, uh, so when you're born, like a boy is born, and you know your pricket's finger, you know blood comes out, it will tell you, oh, this person, this this young man will murder someone when they turn third, like when they turn thirty two. So put them in is prison. This minority now. Report or maybe that that. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> is it? Well, I think that happened. I haven't like, seen Minority Report. Isn't Minority Report with Tom, Tom Cruise and it's like so, someone floating in the pool going, I can see the future. And like, you're the killer. He goes, I'm not the killer. And he runs away. Again, Tom Cruise going rogue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's gone rogue. He's gone rogue. I mean, I've got the movie mixed up. I haven't seen it. But no. any anyway. But, I, but eventually, it's not you can tell what job they are, but if you have enough blood... You can you can figure out well, if these are the bloods of the parents, you can figure out what the blood of the child will be before it's even conceived. That's not terrifying. Legal? No, it's completely legal. It's a calculation. If you know exactly what two people have previously made as a child, you can figure out the the formula to create. Oh, this should be within ten percent of a range. Like what those, the blood would it's be? It's like those websites that desperate couples do to be like, well, what's our baby gonna look like? Yeah. But imagine, but the thing is with AI and you train enough, it, it is better at that. Holographic, you boom. Yeah. Yeah. It, it generally could. And there's like, there's areas of AI. So let's maybe break down the last bit of ep- the episode with just a few ideas for AI. One is you upload five generations of family history to it on both sides of the family and tells you what's going to kill you. Mm. So you can avoid it. And then that the second most thing, the likely thing you're going to kill you, which probably cigarettes or a bus. Um, I think that'd be a really interesting idea. Because I think it says, like, if you uh, use the, family yeah. history, the, the chance of you dying is, like, reduced by 50% sound, by this, those problems. It sounds like a, a, an ultra-advanced uh, Ancestry.com, you know, that sort of thing. It's not that advanced. That's the best bit. Oh. Yeah. Oh. You can say, like, these are the, the chances That's of it. things happening to you. Your chance of prostate cancer is this. Your chance of breast cancer is that. But your side of the family has it more often. Your chance is more like 13%. Oh, that's pretty high. 
you should get that checked out more regularly than usual. We'll catch it. Boom. Da, bada bing, bada boom. All right. Other okay. ideas, Patty. Let's hit I some got, good uh, ones. AI architect. So it's like, I don't know, you give like the, the, the <laughs> you give dimensions and parameters for a property or something and it will just Dude, boom. architects are already got the, the shortest end of the stick. We don't need to like take away the one thing that gives them happiness. Take it all, take it all. <laughs> I mean, theoretically, you and can. And I'll come, I'll come up with like an AI version of the blueprints and stuff like that. I yeah, know. I think that's probably good. Yeah. The, the other ones I have are a bit more weird. Like I just said AI perfume. Explain this because this is your idea. I have no idea. I just was like... <laughs> Cologne, AI cologne. I think the uh, Johnny Depp Dior <laughs> came out. I was like, mm, AI that shit. <laughs> AI cologne. Like, oh, like, actually... like, like, uh, I don't know. Okay, you know what? I... Like, almost like a scratch and sniff, uh, personalized, uh, like, this is your scent. I, I'm building onto this and I kind of laugh at the start, but I, I, I'll give this a bit more credit than it's probably due. Um, <laughs> they all are. They all are. Whenever you try testing perfumes at like airports or in like your Myers or any store, they'll mm. say, spray it on you, spray it on a piece of paper, see if you like it, spray it on you and see if you like it. Because there's a difference. It does bind to the skin and to the fats of your body. So everything can smell different on different people. Mm. And so that's why there's such a variety and range. And they say, try a few different styles because they will change. If you could then reverse engineer and go, okay, this is the smell I kind of want to look like, smell like, what would I need chemically to make that smell with my fat cells, with my skin and my body? What do I need? What combination of ingredients gets me there? So you get a reverse engineer. So actually, you know what? I'll pay it. Um, cap, no, no, not cap. Uh, not cap, no what's, cap. What's the cap or no cap? Is it? Stop the cap, I don't know. Cap or crap? No. This is... I don't speak, this, we, I don't speak the young lingo, man. These TikTokers... These goddamn <laughs> Zoomers. <laughs> these, these bloody youngsters. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're going around. They're messing with my bushes. Um, any. That's a weird way to say that you're in a sex offenders list. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, we're going to write a song about not diddling kids. That's <laughs> hey, for you, buddy. That's no, all you, buddy. I'm, I'm, I'm quoting It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. No, no, I am. Bro, and then, then Rob McLean goes, Frank, there's no other way to have people think you're diddle kids faster than writing a song about it. <laughs> It is a bit sus, isn't it? To point it out. <laughs> we don't do it. Okay, can we move on? Next idea, please. AI oxygen. I have no idea why I wrote this what down. What do you mean? AI I, I'm think. I think I was thinking of um. The uh, that uh, Halo jump from um Fallout because I watched it before going to see the the latest uh, top my uh, Mission Impossible one, like the one beforehand. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's that scene where they do that massive oh, they, Halo jump over Paris, right? Over um, Paris, someplace, uh, someplace Europe. Some place, uh, you're you're vibed. <laughs> you're vibed. AI, where is it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> AI that shit. Um, yeah. But there was there was a point where it looked like I had a lot, a lot of advanced tech movie technology on, but they still needed like an oxygen tank. Thing, yeah, like to like because they were obviously jumping from high altitude. Mm-hmm. But I I don't know why. I was like, oh, maybe it's like already in a mask. Like I just thought, like, why couldn't you just like do? I swear, there's been like um. I think there's something similar in Avatar where they don't have the uh, actual oxygen tank, but it's just a mask that processes the air. Processes the air, yeah. so it's filtrated automatically. Okay, so there's there's two elements at play that could be at work. The reason they're doing it in outer space, well, it's not outer space, but um, high altitude jumping, halo jumping, high altitude low opening is what it stands for. Um, the reason they have to have air there is because it's, it's too thin. 
oxygen is quite a heavy uh, molecule. O2 is two oxygen molecules. I think it's 32, the molecular weight. Um, in terms of like nitrogen is like three. So when you look at nitrogen and oxygen, oxygen is going to be heavier. It's dense. It hits the ground. So it's, it's in our layer quite easily. But the higher you climb up, less oxygen. They're the same for people who climb Mount Everest need gas tanks because mm. there's just no oxygen up there. Um, so the argument why you probably can't do it with a halo jump is because there's nothing up there. For you to process oxygen O2, you need about, I think it's like 19% oxygen mix. I was just saying that as yeah. an example of no, like no, no, the no, oxygen no. tank. But it's like, just like, you're just walking around this yeah. normal day. Just like people that need oxygen. Just like, I don't know, maybe there could be glasses that one day just like, they'll filter through the nose of like, oh, I can breathe normal again. There, have you seen the, there's a pair of headphones called like the Dyson headphones? It's, it got very popular because it happened. They got released. It looks like a pair of headphones, but they filter air for the future dystopia. It got released like a month before those like crazy bushfires in Canada swept through New York and like all the smoke, you couldn't breathe. So everyone was like, Haha, these these headphones look mm. stupid. It's like a full gas mask, but a headphone looking design. Oh. But then everyone was like, oh, these are great. It filters out the air. They knew. Yeah. These Dyson air, AirPods, like have a look at them. They're pretty, pretty wild. I just want to think... Is that the vacuum company? Dyson is the vacuum company. Yeah. Yeah. But there are a pair of... The, 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 the only other idea I had was uh, AI gambling, but I think that's already happening. I think AI gambling's already happening, but... But also probably, you know, legalized. Like, a, a lot of legislation. Yes. I think if you could create something that gambles like, the way like you do... AI. It's like, tell me who's going to win this race. <laughs> I mean... Uh, arguably, they're already doing it. Yeah. Absolutely, someone's already doing AI gambling, like tracking yeah. odds. That'll, unders... that'll tell, tell me where the, the winning yeah. lottery ticket is. I think lottery is a bit more of a random guess. That one's hard to do, right? Like, But. No, I don't think there is a but here. But. You can keep saying but, but it's not going to work. AI can figure it out. I don't think AI is going to be this able to guess This is randoms. the point we're going to end on. AI can fix everything everything who needs humans good night hi after much deliberation with my co-host um need to apologize for the way i ended the podcast and we do need humans thank you i don't i don't think we need that oh, god <laughs> thanks for listening to see more Engineering Dads content like this, head to our YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, and I'll link below to see our other projects. Have a good one.